Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello, I'm Claire Venice. And I'm Joff Lacey. We're surrounded by books. And in a warm space in this week's Peapod. If you love Petersfield, I love the square, the hangers, the open air swimming pool, lots of fun shops, then the Peapod loves you. It's just a nice town. Everything Petersfield is in the Peapod with Claire Venice and Joff Lacey. Welcome to the Peapod. Thank you for joining us. We're at the Petersfield Library for this week's Peapod, where we'll speak to library manager Stephen Atkinson about what this local library has on offer, in addition to books, of course. We also find out more about other local libraries in the Petersphere and beyond from area manager Liz Whale. John Walker from the Petersfield Post is back with your weekly local news, and Susie encounters sheep in a wild walk. We end this week's Peapod with jazzy pop singer-songwriter Astrid M and her latest single, Endless Game. The P stands for Petersfield. It's a lovely area, lovely people, lovely atmosphere. The Peapod. Hello, Claire. How are you? I'm all right, thanks. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Feeling about £17 lighter this morning. Already? Yeah, we're recording Saturday morning, 12th of November. I've had to make a visit to the post office, which is next door, because we're in the library. Uh Tragic story this week, Claire. Heavy sigh. Heavy sigh. (laughs) As you know, we're doing the panto in January, and I needed some jazz shoes, the old dance shoes. Okay? Been looking around for ages, got quite big feet, and uh, finally found some. I'm a bit wary to start with, because it had UK child, then went on to adult size, and they didn't have an 11, but they had a 13. I thought, that'd be fine. Tie them up. Okay? <laughs> so I ordered them, coming from China. So they were only £20, but about £17 worth of postage. Yeah. Um, they arrived this week, and um, I was a bit wary when I saw the box. I thought, hang on, <laughs> I may have made a bit of a faux pas here. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> opened the box, yes, it's a child's 13. Children's 13. <laughs> so they've taken a month to arrive. <laughs> you couldn't fit your big toe in it. <laughs> couldn't fit my big toe in it. And now I've had to send it back to China, which has cost another £17. <laughs> So, postage has cost 30-odd pounds mm. for a 20-pound pair, 20 pair of jazz shoes, which I can't wear. <laughs> now you're still looking for a pair. Why, why do you specifically need to wear jazz shoes, then? Are what? you tap dancing or something? <laughs> well, no, you've got to be light on the feet, haven't you? Cause <laughs> you need shoes for that? <laughs> well, you've got to... Yeah, you, can't, you just can't wear trainers or your, your, your proper shoes or anything. You've got to, unless you're playing particular part with but with panto you need proper dance shoes because i do do a bit of dancing claire okay do you i do actually excellent <laughs> well, you but you know the, the the role you're playing though joff is nurse nelly yes now i can't imagine she's that light on her feet as a nurse you know i'm, I'm am i wrong in kind <laughs> I think of you're being imagining a bit, that she a might little be bit a rather unf- large lady <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit unfair claire but yes she is i believe to be fairly large so i've got to put on a bit of weight it's a hard time, hard thing to do over Christmas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I'm still on the lookout, so uh, who knows what I'm going to be wearing. So is this a call-out for jazz shoes, size... 11, 11 and a half. Adult 11s. Yes, please. Okay, good luck, Joff. Thanks. Now, we're in the library. Are you a regular visitor here? Yes, I love it here. Um, mainly due to the children. Yep. And my kids, luckily, all love to read. It was a really important thing when they were little for, for me to make sure that they enjoyed books, because I enjoy books too. So coming here, 
I um, Yes, very familiar with the children's section of the library more than anything else, but with the summer reading challenges and doing that for, gosh, so many years. Now we've stopped, actually, because they're all secondary school age and they're fine reading themselves, but particularly my youngest still loves coming here and, and getting books. And every time I come, if I come here for her when she's at school, we can't always get here on a Saturday or after school. If I come back with a pile of books, she's very excited about what I've got still, which is brilliant. And everyone's so friendly here. It's, um, it's a great space to be. And are you a big reader yourself? I am. I am, Geoff. Yeah, yeah. What, do you, what genre do you oh, favour? Oh, it varies. Um, more fiction than non-fiction. I always think I should probably read some more non-fiction, but, it, but I don't fact. get excited about it as much as <laughs> sort of losing myself in a book, really. Um, yeah, I obviously read quite a lot over lockdown. It was something that I just liked to do and, and had the time to do, which I, you know, if I read a bit now, it's, it's usually at, at night time mm. just before I go to bed. Um, do you, Geoff? Do you like reading? I don't read as much as I used to. Um, I think it's a time thing more than anything else. Plus, over the last five, six years, I've been learning scripts. And if I try and read a book, I seem to forget my lines. You get mixed up. I get it all mixed up. <laughs> can easily happen. Yes, it can. <laughs> I'm sure it can. Okay. So, yeah, I, when I'm preparing for a play or a panto, yeah, my reading goes out the window. Well, I suppose, like, you are occupied with that, aren't you? And yes. that, that is important to keep that clear in your but, head. Yeah, so, but, yeah, I used to be a big reader. And I used to um, hone in on, if I found an author, I'd then read everything that they'd written. So, like, um, well, I'm just looking at it now, Joe Nesbo. Mm-hmm. I found one, and I thought, that was great. And then you'd go back and find them all. Henning Mankell. Now, his novels were covered by Kenneth Branagh a couple of years ago. So, yeah, once, once I find someone, that's it, I'm drawn in. So my bookshelf at home contains probably only about half a dozen authors because I just stick with, with what I know and what I like. Yeah, that's interesting, actually. Do you read a book book or, how, or are you a, an e-book reader? How do you feel about that? Because I know some people feel quite strongly about yeah, they like I, the feel of a book and to actually physically Yeah, there's, there's, there's nothing nicer than a, a book. And I remember growing up in the 70s when the library was down the high street and you used to walk in it'd be damp and there'd be that musty smell of a proper book and that that's what people like but then there are occasions where i do i do have an ebook and for ease because a you can get it within 30 seconds and it's cheaper sometimes go down that route Mm. but i must say i haven't used the library for Cool, crew, six years. Ooh, do you still have your library card? I do, actually. Oh, good. I do. You know where that is. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> I've got a story, actually, because not long ago, uh, I came in here to return some books from my girls, and over the summer, actually, so I came, came in at the end of the summer. They were already back at school, and I knew that the date was coming up when I needed to return them. So came back in here, returned the books, didn't think anything of it, and then uh, left it. And so a couple of weeks later, I came back in to get some more books. And a lovely gentleman who works here, I don't know his name, came up to me, and he said, is this yours? And in his hand was a postcard. Right. And it was a postcard that one of my daughters had used as a bookmark for the book. And it, it wasn't written on uh, at all. Uh, it was just one we'd bought on holiday in France and she'd used it for the book that she was reading on holiday. And how he managed to work out. <laughs> <laughs> it belonged to us. I don't know. So Fantastic. Um, clever detective work here as well. Well, he's got plenty of uh, books to learn his detective learn work from. Learn how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Well, we would love to hear from you. So if you have a story 
you'd like us to cover or would just like to say hi, please call or WhatsApp us on 01730-555-500 or email team at shineradio.uk. Coming up, John Walker has your latest local news and we meet the Peacefield Library Manager, Stephen Atkinson. But first, if you own a local small business and would like to let more people know about what you do, Shine Radio is running a Shop Local and Shine campaign, highlighting local independent businesses throughout December. To find out more, contact team at shineradio.uk. The P stands for Petersfield. Petersfield is special to me. The Peapod. Hello, John, how are you? Very well, mate, thank you. Well, we're meeting this week... At the end of the Remembrance Service, another great showing by the, the townspeople of Petersfield. Yeah, it was fantastic. Once again, hundreds of people turned up, met in the square. There was a parade and a very uh, on-topic speech from our vicar, the Reverend Will Hughes, who covered just about everything in the world, from climate change to the change in the leadership of the Tory party. Uh, it's, it's still going on. They're packing away now, as you can hear, Joff. It's banging and crashing. Uh, every pub is full of ex-servicemen. It's, it's going to be a good afternoon in the town, I think. Yeah, it was um, a very moving hour up in the square and then moved down to the, the memorial where an impeccable reading of the names and a two-minute silence. Yeah, I mean, Petersfield do it very well, I think. Um, Church's College, obviously contribute greatly to it uh, but the reading of the names was done very well every name was clear and was right and the laying of the wreaths is a very moving act of remembrance and being what was a fairly military town Petersfield it still carries that heritage on there's obviously a lot of naval people here as it is a naval town or was to an extent but also there was a lot of Army fellows from the Marines, the Paras, Royal Corps of Signals, Royal Corps of Transport, and there was a few RAF fellows. Moving on, John, what else has caught your eye this week? Uh, yeah, well, a planning application has gone in to build 80-odd houses at uh, Buckmore Farm, which is kind of the fields just at the back of um, the Great Oak pub. And they will be emptying their... Their traffic will empty onto Winchester Road, right opposite um, Prince's Road. So they'll empty onto that Prince's Road junction where the traffic lights are. And then there's plans also submitted to put in a pedestrian crossing on the same road at uh, by Stoneham Park. Also, there's a new uh, pedestrian crossing being put on near the junction of French, uh, Frenchman's Road. And, of course, we've got Oldie, I've been told today, aims to open on December the 22nd. So... Sounds like avoid that side of town. Joff, it's going to be chaos. Coming off the roundabout, you've got the slip road into McDonald's, you'll have the traffic lights at Prince's Road, you'll have a pedestrian crossing at Stoneham Park, you'll have the roundabout, you'll have a pedestrian crossing at Frenchman's Road, and then, of course, you'll have the railway crossing. And... Aldi and an extra 80 houses all emptying onto that bit of road. Sounds an absolute delight, John. And anything to finish on? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not all doom and gloom. There's uh, on the, a Remembrance Sunday note, there's now an armed forces club in the town, in Winton House, monthly, where uh, former armed forces personnel can go and meet other people in the armed forces or who were in the armed forces 
but also they can access help and charities that are devoted to providing for armed forces people, whether it's medical care, mental care, help with their rent or their food bills or whatever. And, you know, I think that's a, a great thing. Because these guys, you know, some of them spent 20 years in the armed forces and it's hard, I guess, when you come out into the real world to actually understand what it's all about when you've had 20 years of everything being supplied, your food, your, your accommodation, etc., 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 and you come out into the real world and, you know, you can be lost, I guess. So I think that's a great thing. Brilliant, John. You enjoy the rest of your day and I'll catch you next week. Yeah, I'll do that thing and I'm off now to cook a turkey. Got the family coming around, so if anybody's got any tips on cooking turkey, they can email me, phone me, come round and tell me, because I can do with all the help I need. Excellent, John. You take care. Cheers, mate. Bye. The Peaceful Post is out every Wednesday and now costs £1.20, so please get one with your weekly shop or subscribe to the digital version. Located in the centre of town, the Petersfield Library offers a warm welcome, a wide selection of books, information, resources and more. And who better to talk about all that goes on here but manager of the library, Stephen Atkinson. Hello Stephen, how are you? I'm very well, thank you very much for coming and talking with us and we're very happy to have this chance to tell everybody more about what we do. Brilliant, brilliant. So, how long has the library been here in the square? Oh, that's a very good question, one that I cannot answer because I get moved around quite a bit, but it has been here many years, and what we find is people come in and go, oh, I didn't know there was a library in Petersfield. Still. Still. (laughs) Wow. Yes. And how long have you been manager at the Petersfield branch here? Uh, Just at the start of this year, but this is my 22nd year with libraries, so... Wow. And, and how have libraries changed over those 22 years? Um, it's an evolution of things. We used to be the internet, um, but we have adapted as we go. So I always say to people, libraries are books and. So we're here today to talk about all the wonderful things we do, including our new uh, chat about group and the Warm and Welcome initiative. But we do our core things like books as well. Um, we've adapted, we do uh, e-books and e-audio, so that's a, another newer thing that we've tapped into. So there's many things that we've adapted as we go with new technologies and new ways of accessing things. And I know you also adapted during lockdown, because the library stayed open, but not for people to actually come in and browse, because that wasn't allowed, but you offered the most amazing opportunity for people to continue reading with your Ready Reads scheme, which I took advantage of mainly for my 11 year old who just loves loves books and was sad she couldn't come into the library to keep going and keep reading and the ready reads offered up to i think six books oh it did for children and you could come in and change them whenever you needed to and pick them up at the front absolutely it was a wonderful experience for the staff here because we got to um make our own favorite picks for people and we got a lot of comments from customers of oh I'd never heard of that, and thank you for choosing this for me. But it was just a wonderful opportunity for us to continue to support our communities during the tough times of lockdown and provide the joy of reading for everybody as we went. 
And are the number of books that are being taken out, is that still constant or is it? have you seen a dip over the years? It's a little difficult to answer that one because the last few years have been an unusual time for us. Um, but we are finding that our uh, usage is slowly increasing after the, the dip for the last few years. So it is great to see more people coming back to us. Uh, borrowing habits have changed little. We're all going out a bit less than we used to, but doing more when we go. So we used to have people who might come once a week and borrow a book. Now they may become once a month and borrow four books. So we are seeing changes in how people use the service but it's slowly going up again so we're very happy to see people back and is there a wide range of age groups borrowing books or do you sign it is it mainly youngsters and the older or is it the whole range we have a full range um we do have a higher percentage of younger families and people with time on their hands who would have the opportunity to come out whenever they'd like but we support all ranges of communities we have opening times throughout the week and on the weekend on Saturdays to give everyone the chance to come in and enjoy their library and yes we've got all sorts. Now you mentioned warm spaces and chat about can you tell us a bit more about what those are please? Certainly so the warm spaces is a general acknowledgement that libraries always have been and we hopefully will always be a safe warm welcoming environment with places for you to come in, spend as long as you would like, um, browse the books, have a bit of a chat with friends. The Chat About initiative is really giving us um, a hook on which to hang our hat. It gives you a time that you say, oh, that's the time when there will be people in. So for Petersfield, it's going to be starting from this Monday, every Monday from 10 o'clock in the morning. Come along to us and there will be at least somebody here to chat with even if it's just the library staff to welcome and we're sure after a few days we'll get more people in um, but we're early days so we're welcoming everyone and it will be an opportunity to come in enjoy a hot cup of tea or coffee bit of a chat we've got some games if anyone would like to do that jigsaws all sorts it's a nice idea do you have to sign up for that or can you just turn up on the you day you can just turn up there are no registers there are no barriers it's you're welcome whenever and not just for that time if you would like to come in and chat with friends just arrange a meetup. come along drop in anytime it's interesting about the chat about because you know libraries are generally quiet spaces or you, so we think so are you ha- do you have a special room for this or where are you where are you planning to uh, to hold this we have to say that we as the librarians don't think of libraries as quiet spaces anymore um that's a common conception, but we are open for everybody. Um, if you come along during one of our family activities, my gosh, it's lively. Um, so we will be um, having our groups out at the end of the library on the ground floor. Um, we've got the options of moving into one of our quieter rooms if necessary, but we find that the open atmosphere and it helps people see, oh, there's a group, I can just join in on that one. So we don't like to shut our groups away. We want them open to everyone. Now, also another thing that the library does is a borrow box scheme. You mentioned the e-books, which I use borrow box a lot, actually. And since lockdown, particularly, I just read and read and read. And borrow box is associated with the library. You have to have a library membership to be able to borrow books digitally. 
Is that something you're finding is being utilised and is successful? Yes. Uh, again, referencing the last two or three years, there has been a shift to more digital awareness amongst the general population of the United Kingdom. And we have found that our customers are also embracing that, but have continued in some cases to use the physical books as well as the digital. So we uh, promote it. It's a free service, as you noted. You do require a Hampshire Library card to access. We have a subscription to the site that Hampshire Libraries arrange. So you can log on, borrow books, reserve books, and just make general use of it. We have the audio as well as the um, sort of visual. So if you prefer to listen to books, that's an option as well. And I know a lot of uh, my staff use both our printed and digital. My own mother does that. So <laughs> it's just wonderful to see people embracing the new, but finding what works for them. If you prefer digital, that's fine. We just want to provide the service. Now, you mentioned audio. I also understand there's a podcast called Love Your Library. Yes, uh, we have a monthly podcast, I believe, and um, one of the most recent ones, a member of our staff here, Ollie, spoke about his love of books, and it includes um, a monthly interview with a chosen author. It's just another great way to share our love of reading books and literature and to welcome people to, to listen, to join in. We have the options online. You can always comment on all our posts and the like. So it's just a, another way to reach out to people and just go, look, books, they're awesome. <laughs> and is there anything else you'd like to bring to Peatsford Library? Uh, people. Um, we're always looking at what more we can do to, to offer to people. We have a fairly wide range of things already. We have a lot of our groups and for children, families, um, adults. It's a, probably a little too much to go into in a big long list on the podcast, but if you go to the Hampshire Library's website, and you can check the what's on for every library that we have. So don't just limit yourselves to Petersfield Library if you visit elsewhere please look everywhere because we have different things happening all over the place um, but we are just looking for opportunities so if there's anybody who think oh I think that would work well at the library come along and have a word with us um, we're open to all ideas we may not be able to action them all but we will certainly try with everything that we can we're just very keen to be the centre of our community or part of the centre of our community. And lastly, Stephen, thanks so much for telling us everything about the library here, but what do you like best about being at, here at the Petersfield Library? I like that it's busy, that we have people coming in. It's a full range of people. You have people who just want to borrow a book, um, others who want to come in and ask for local information. We can signpost to support we have, based in this building, the wonderful Citizens Advice. They're a great place that we can say, OK, we understand what you're saying to us and we'd like to point you in the direction of this help or that. We are libraries, as I said, are books and. So we're books and support, books and signposting, books and information. So we love being able to help in any way that we can. That's what I find most enthusing about being in the libraries. You might just think, oh, I come and I do stuff with books. But no, I help people, and that's great. Stephen, that comes through loud and clear. Thank you very much for joining us. It's been really interesting. Thank you. 
you're very welcome. And please, everyone, come to the library. Many thanks to the Petersfield Library and Hampshire County Council for hosting the Peapod this week. For more details about the library, go to hants.gov.uk and search libraries and archives. The P stands for Petersfield. I like going to the open-air swimming pool and shopping. (laughs) The Peapod. Susie tries to avoid the sheep at South Harting in her wild walk this week, which sees her scampering for the car. I wonder if you hear that. I'm slightly cheating because we've had the most wonderful walk at South Harting. Um, But just towards the end, the heavens absolutely opened. So all four of us scampered for the car. And we're just sitting in here now. The the cloud burst has passed... (laughs) annoyingly so we're soaked to the skin the car absolutely reeks of wet dog but I'm giving it to you in truth so I don't pretend every wild walk is wonderful honestly we haven't done South Harting for so long and it was a joy but a slight word of warning had somebody told me that the entire valley would be full of sheep I probably wouldn't have done it so we ended up doing a massive detour Um, to avoid them because obviously it is really annoying to have taken the dogs to somewhere where they can have fun and all the different smells and then actually have them on leads for the entire time so it or bit of it's very good practice very good for our foster dog um, who shall be henceforth known as Boyke because that's what I tend to call him the whole time that isn't his name Uh, but I call all my male dogs Boyke So we did a detour only to discover that we went round Beacon Hill and then we had the steepest gradient to go straight down and there were sheep on either side. So not only was it absolutely harem scarum in a hilarious way and luckily not teeming with rain at that point, But the dogs had to be on leads. So whilst it was excellent training for do not pull me, down a steep slope Richard had Boyke but I actually had rain and she was naughtier but there you are that blame the owner I shrieked at her and she realized I was not doing well so then after that we we slowed down but that bit I still don't regret having done the detour because going up to Beacon Hill we looked through the most splendid valley also studded with sheep but out towards the sea and Oh, it was just a reminder, yet again as if we need it, of how blessed we are to live in the middle of the South Downs with wonderful views either side. And from that view, there wasn't a glimpse of the vast metropolis that is now Bournemouth to Eastbourne, probably. I haven't been that far. Um, And that we have our own lovely little nest that we're able to enjoy so there we are i commend south harting as ever dog walkers were out um and we warned them about the sheep but they all knew i suppose on a weekday everybody just is a local but they were slightly sniffy about being told i'd have said thank you very much and gone on with a merry whistle but there we are my other thing that i commend to you is juniper has some wonderful sort of compostable dishcloths And I'm using those to dry the dogs because they're even better when they're a bit damp. So instead of this infernal having to sort of use energy 
even on the aero and the dehumidifier is using energy if not the tumble dryer but instead of that i get all the worst off so that we can then just put the dog towels over chairs and although yes it smells of wet dog it's a lot more pleasant than it might have been and these compostable dishcloths don't smell at all so there you are i'm ending on a tip for you um and um well let's pray this rain stops soon joining us now is area manager liz well hello liz how are you i'm good thank you thank you very much for allowing us to come into the library today just tell us what your role is so i'm an area manager so i work with a team of uh, library managers who cover the east of hampshire so all the libraries in the east hans district and all the libraries in the haven borough district um, so we work as a team to ensure that libraries are open and um, providing advice, information to people. And then I get involved in quite a lot of more strategic sort of level projects. So partly the Warm Welcome Initiative, uh, as well as I also have more of a, a leaning towards activities for children and families as well. So Bookstart, uh, the HAF programme, Summer Reading Challenge, all of those things. There is a lot offered at libraries isn't there probably more than we would think about on a daily basis you mentioned the warm spaces initiative mm-hmm. can you tell us a bit more about that because that's new isn't it yeah well it's it's i think it's it's a, a county council and a library response to the cost of living crisis everybody is concerned about keeping warm over the winter and and uh, finding support if if people need need that in their lives so libraries have always been a warm and welcome space but we're just kind of reminding people a bit more that we're here you know we have a really great network of libraries we have 40 libraries across the county um, we have uh, we are open a lot of hours between all of those libraries and obviously we have a heating and lighting space for people to sit you know you you can come in and you can sit and browse you can read a newspaper you can read a magazine a book obviously you can use the free wi-fi the free internet access so that and we have lots of groups and activities so we're just kind of badging all of that together and just you know reminding everybody that libraries are there and are you finding that people are taking advantage of that offer well, yes, but I think we haven't really hit... Uh, we, we haven't actually been that cold yet, have we? No, that's so true. <laughs> you know, I think at the moment, uh, obviously we have all our regular customers, but we have new people coming in um, you know, to, see, to see what's on offer. And we've been involved, um, the libraries, with the... There's been some uh, household support grants, and through that we've bid for warm bags and food vouchers. So we have just had some... Um, uh, money from that and so we've been giving out warm bags to to customers who you know who will who need them and who will find them useful and also food vouchers to to support people that tranche of money is sort of we've we've it was so successful we've used it um you know we've we've given out what we had but we're hoping that we'll be able to bid for some more in the future so that's something a bit different that we've been doing and it feels like libraries are coming back to the community because i believe uh barclays bank who've just recently closed in Petersfield, have started to use this branch yep. of the, this library yep. three times a week, 
to be there yeah. for our for their customers. That's right, yes. So we've got Barclays Bank based here and we have other partners in the building as well. So we have the Citizens Advice who are based here. We have PCAD, the Petersfield Climate Alliance group. Um, and then other libraries, yes, have, have other groups. Barclays are also using Havent Library. They're using Farnborough Library. So libraries are really seen as a space, an accessible and open space for people to come to. Um, you know, everybody's welcome. It's a safe space to be. And another initiative that is starting on Monday, the 14th of November, is the Chatabout Scheme. Can you tell us a bit more about that, please? Yeah, so that's an initiative. Um, the, so we've been working with our colleagues in public health. Uh, we're very aware that people become isolated, and uh, and especially now, you know, as we get into the winter more. So we've started um, an, another group. So it's really just a, a, a space for people to come. Um, in some places, they'll be able to have a cup of tea. Um, and it's really, there'll be someone there to just sit and have a chat. So, and that we might, we may well invite partners to that as well. So if there's extra support that people need. But we've started it, as, as you said, it's going to start here on Monday. Um, it's already running in Waterlooville Library um, and Hailing Island Library. So, and in Waterlooville, we've just had some really great feedback. You know, we had somebody who put a comment on our Facebook page she said she came to the library, she was welcomed into this little group um, and she missed her bus because she was having such a great time. So she, you know, it's, it's just been, you know, it shows that people do want somewhere to just come and, and just connect with people. And is that going to be a weekly basis yeah. thing here? Yeah, okay. so it'll be every week, yeah, alongside quite a lot of other groups that we already run. And how do you see libraries changing in the future? Is this, is this now the future to be a hub? for all things within the community. Yeah, I think it's very much our ambition to, uh, to, to welcome more partners into our buildings and to share our space. You know, libraries are a great community asset. You know, we have a lot of public buildings across the county and we want them to be vibrant, welcoming spaces. We want people to come and use them. And obviously our core traditional offer is still seen as books, but we, we want people... To, to some people will think, well, libraries aren't for me because I, I don't really like reading or I don't have time. But there's lots of other things that we do. So, you know, from, you know, rhyme time for babies, baby play, story time, summer reading challenge, that all of those things really support children and families. Um, you know, right up through groups who meet and knit and sew together, the chat about, play games. We have a rummy cub. Uh, games group in quite a few libraries or Scrabble you know so there's lots of things coming together and I think you know working with partners we just want to expand what we do and we want people to understand that it isn't just about books and about being quiet because it definitely isn't about being quiet. So how many times do you go shh? (laughs) Like never. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's that's what a lot of people remember libraries for maybe growing up yeah. it was a little bit yeah. more of a scary place yeah. potentially because you couldn't make that noise exactly but, but it's, it's not you know if you come in here when rhyme time's going on it's <laughs> definitely not quiet at all <laughs> <laughs> and also I think you know you say when people remember that from being a child and I think that that can put people off so they think oh I can't bring my children because they might get told off because they might run about you know, we've got great children. All libraries have got great children's spaces. So, and that's what they're there for. Liz, it's been really lovely talking to you. Thank you very much for telling us more about <laughs> what goes on in our libraries. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you. <laughs>
The Peapod Events Guide. What's on in the Petersphere? The Half Moon in Sheet is hosting a music drag and comedy night on Friday the 18th of November. The evening starts at 7.30pm and once again West End singer and comedian Tiffany Wells is the headlined act. The Petersfield Museum is holding a Walk for Heroes of Petersfield on Saturday the 19th of November. The walk will commemorate those from the town that gave their lives in both the First and the Second World Wars. More details can be found on the museum's website. The Petersfield Christmas Light Switch On will take place on Friday the 25th of November in the square in town. The festivities start at 5pm. A brand new craft group will be starting at Winton House from Monday the 28th of November. Running from 7.30 until 9pm, you can work on your crafts and socialise at the same time. The craft group will cost £3 and take place every Monday. And if you'd rather stay in, there's always your local radio station, Shine Radio, to listen to. Available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. There's a new episode of The Ticket to now listen to. This month, the Arts and Entertainment Show includes interviews at the Petersfield Museum with the Field Farm Project, A&E Comedy and Hugh Bonneville at his recent book launch. You can listen to The Ticket and more at shineradio.uk, bringing you also a brighter mix of great music, local news and information. If you're running an event, get it in the guide at shineradio.uk. Claire and I are now taking a little wander around the library just to speak to, to users, other members of staff, and uh, we've bumped into Liz again. Liz, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, good, thank you. Yes, I just I was just wanted to tell you about some something that I've just read just now. We've just received confirmation that we've got some funding this year for um, from the holiday activity and food program um, that we bid to um, to have some activities, free activities for children, sort of drop in self led kind of activities over the the. Um, Christmas holidays. So for families who are looking for things to do, and it's aimed particularly at families who are who are perhaps struggling a little bit, or the, perhaps the children have free school meals. Um, so we're hoping to do sort of activities and have a bit of a snack for them as well. So that'll just be running in quite a lot of our libraries over, over the Christmas holidays. So I just wanted to kind of mention that while you were here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Liz. That's it. It's great to catch up with you again, and uh, I think that's some really exciting news, and uh, I think it's going to be great for users during the the Christmas holidays. Claire and I have continued our wander around the library and we've bumped into Gina. Hi Gina, we're in the children's section of the library and you're here with your children. Can you tell us how often you come to the library? So we come, I'd say every three weeks. When after I get my, your library books need renewing, we generally come the next Saturday. Yeah. And who are you here with? I'm here with my son, Finn, he's six, and Skylar, my daughter, she's three. He's wandered off to look at more books. But, we've got Skylar here. Skylar, are you going to have a little chat? And what book are you reading? Different kind of books. And what's your favourite book? Um, all the kinds. Yeah? All kinds of books? In the library. And what do you like about the library most of all? Um, the books. Excellent, you've come to the right place. <laughs> Hello, you've come back. Tell us, what do you like about the library? Uh, I like because when I uh, come to the library, I come to the science place. And I find lots of like science books and stuff. Oh, is that what you're interested in? Yeah. How many books do you get out each time you come? Well, like... Four, five, 
It's exciting coming here. Yeah. 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 You like coming here. Yeah. And we're going to have some cake. <laughs> I think that's more important. That's Books and cake. What more can you want in life? But thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy your books. Continuing round in the children's section, we've come across a couple of other library goers. Hi, can you introduce yourselves, please? Yeah, my name's Charles Wynne Williams, and this is my granddaughter, Layla Wynne Williams. Hello, Layla, how are you? Not going <laughs> to speak. Oh, but I think she's following the rules that you, you can't talk in the library. Is that right? <laughs> so, what have you got out today? What books are you looking at? Well, she's looking at two of these, which are um, dyslexia friendly books. And this book here, um, The Haunting of Lunar Moon, which uh, she um, took out as a, an audio book, and she would now like to, to read the book. That's an interesting way to uh, do it, isn't it, actually? Yeah. To start yeah. off as an audio book. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And how often do you come to the library with your granddaughter? Well, we started coming quite some time ago, and she listened to the story that's um, uh, read out for the younger children. And we've been coming most Saturdays just to look around. Um, so it's a regular thing. It's a really lovely thing to do. What a nice thing to look forward to on a Saturday morning. Yeah. And yes. do you like coming here? She's nodding. There's a nod. There's a nod. <laughs> She's but nodding. Thank you very much for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your morning. And enjoy your books. We've now met with some more children here at the Children's Library and their dad. Hi, can you introduce yourself, please? Hello, I'm Marcus. Hi, Marcus. And who are you here with? I've got Florence and Clemmie. Do you come to this library regularly with your, your children? Yeah, we come most weeks. Um, we moved to Peterfield in November, and I think it's a really great resort of the town. And, uh, yeah, Flo really likes it, and Clemmie's just starting to like books, so um, she's only one. So, yeah, it's a, good, uh, it's a good thing to do, especially on Saturdays. They do story time. And when they were babies, we used to come on the weekdays when my wife was on maternity leave, and they used to do lots of activities and uh, drawing and sticking in things, which the kids loved. It's, it's really important, isn't it, to get children into their books. And what are they looking at, uh, what are they looking at today? We're just choosing a new set of books for the week. So we've brought back the seven that we had last week, and we've now just been going through. Flo likes to look at the pictures and choose the ones she likes to look of, and then I sort of give them a quick scan to make sure the story's actually good and, uh, and fun for the adults to read as well. And then, um, and then we, uh, we choose them, because we find that if we have to read the same book again all week, we want to, the adults want to like it as well. Yes. So that's quite important. That's funny you should say seven books, actually. It brought back memories of when I came here with my children, and I used to have the heaviest bag to take back to the car afterwards, full of books. It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, we bring the pram, and it's often weighed down with about ten books by the end of it, once we've chosen enough for Flo, and then Clemmie wants some as well now, because she's, uh, she's just starting to get interested in them. So, yeah, it's, uh, it can be quite a heavy pram pushing back up the hill afterwards. I think, I think it's good to get variety where my boys just like Thomas the Tank Engine you know he had 26 books and he'd end up reading the same story four, day, four times a week and it would um, yeah, drive, drive you mad <laughs> well enjoy your morning here at the library thanks for talking to us thank you and that's it for this week's Peapod thank you for joining us thanks also to Stephen Atkinson Liz Whale and the library goers we spoke to as well as to John Walker and Susie Wilde and our producer M. Sefton-Smith and of course, the Shine Radio team. We end this week's Peapod with some jazzy pop from singer-songwriter Astrid M and her latest single, Endless Game. So from Claire and I this week, bye! Memories of us are not as they seem For some you were a kiss, for me you were a dream This is no devotion, I'm no blind, I can't see Don't need their opinion, what they say I'm pretty Love
More than a dozen local businesses come together. From photography to fresh baking, the Petersfield Small Business Fair is a great way to meet loads of small traders under one roof. With special offers, free tasters and face painting for the kids, it's something to shout about. The Petersfield Small Business Fair. Saturday the 3rd of December at Winton House, opposite M&S.